Tonight I want to speak to you about something a little unusual, but uh, I believe it will be a blessing to you. Leviticus chapter 19. Leviticus chapter 19. I just want to read a couple of verses, and then I'll come back and go through this chapter a little bit with us, please. I was brought up in the Holiness Church, and uh, all they could talk about was wholeness living, living holy. I, when I got saved, it took me some time of studying and reading to realize that I am just as holy right now as Jesus is holy. And only by the grace of God, not anything that I've done, not anything that I've quit doing, not anything that I have done any difference since I got saved. It was by the grace of God that He makes any of us holy. And by the way, you will not see God without holiness. The Bible says so. You must be holy. So when the Bible speaks of holiness, how does that line up with the teachings that people want to try to get us under of this holiness movement? I want to show you some things out of the book of Leviticus. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speaking to all the congregated children of Israel, and saying to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. You shall fear every man his mother and his father, and keep my Sabbath. I am the Lord your God. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll bless us tonight. Make a difference in our life, Lord. Help us see the difference in how you rule and reign. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was talking to a man just this week about drinking. And uh, he was talking about uh, what's wrong with having a little wine, what's wrong with uh, having a little drink once in a while. And if you get over in the book of Leviticus, you get over in the book of Deuteronomy and so on, it's talking about the priestlyhood back in the Old Testament. And it says that a priest, when he became, when they ordained him to be a priest, he was not to touch anything of the vine. And it goes on down a little bit after that, and it says to make a difference. That's the reason you don't do it. To make a difference. Did you know there's not a bottle of wine to take you to hell or carry you to heaven? There's not a beer that'll do the same thing, not a cigarette will do the same thing. There's none of these things that make a difference are you going to heaven or to hell. It's how you live for the Lord that makes a difference for Christ Jesus that we might have a testimony in this world to lead somebody else to Christ. You're not going to be able to go to somebody with a beer in one hand and a cigarette in the other one and a Bible in the other hand and try to lead them to the Lord, they ain't going to hear you. And that's what it's about. Holiness, holy living, is simply for one thing, to make a difference in your life. Now I want you to watch this, this little thing I found. Oh Lord, I bear an aching heart. Ease me of sin, whatever thy smart. Without, within... I would be pure. Lord, hear my cry. Lord, work my cure. 
I know not all I ask in this, but give, oh give me holiness. I like that little thing. The person who lives a holy life is a person that God can use and will use for His glory. In Leviticus chapter 19, we find the characteristics of a holy life. And I want to take one, I want to take verse by verse now if I can for just a minute. And I want you to watch something. Look at verse 3. You shall fear every man his mother and his father and keep my Sabbath. I am the Lord your God. Number one, uh, a holy person will honor their father and mother. A Christian's character will have little influence on others if it does not begin at home then. Secondly, look at verse 4. Turn ye not unto idols, nor make to yourselves bold of God. I am the Lord, your God. <clears throat> A holy person has nothing to do with idols. Now, nothing is allowed to take the place of God in his affections in is what this is talking about. He seeks first the kingdom of God. He has more real joy in the presence of God than with anyone else. He simply flees idolatry. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 14 says, Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. You know what I was talking about? Flee from anything that takes the place of God. Anything in your life, come away from it. A holy person will flee from anything then that will take the place of God in their life. Look at verse 5 with me. And if you offer a sacrifice of peace offering unto the Lord, you shall offer it at your own will. Now, wherefore, again, notice, uh, a holy person makes his sacrifice willingly. He's willingly suffer loss for Christ's sake. He would delight to do the will of God at any cost. What seems a hardship to others is a joy to him. Now look at verse 9 and 10. And when you reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt not wholly reap the corners of the field, neither shalt thou gather the gleanings of thy harvest. And thou shalt not glean thy vineyard, neither shalt thou gather every grape of thy vineyard. Thou shalt leave them for the poor and stranger. I am the Lord your God. A holy person remembers the poor. He follows the example of the Lord our Master. He preaches to the poor the gospel. He realizes he is but a steward of God's mercies and blessings. In other words, a holy person is not one that ever feels like he's above a poor person. We're to treat poor people just as much as we're to treat anybody. And that's a sign of a holy person. Verse 11 with me. You shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie one to another. Now, a holy person then deals honestly with his fellow man. His service is not just eye service. He had rather suffer loss than to defraud another person. He carries a just balance in his conscience. In other words, a holy person will be honest with his fellow man no matter what he's involved in. Number 12. Verse 12, And you shall not swear by my name falsely, neither shall thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. 
Now, a holy person then will not dishonor the name of his God. He is more jealous for the name of the Lord God than he is for his own. He need not make for himself a reputation, but he wants to serve the Lord and honor him. Again, verse 13, verse 13 says, Thou shalt not defraud thy neighbor, neither rob him. The wages of him that is hired shall not abide with thee all night until the morning. <laughs> In other words, then, a holy person considers his service. He will pay an honest wage when due. He will pay what he is owed for work that has been done in such a manner as receives receiver feels it is pleasure for him to do so. I uh, had a job done for me not too long ago, and uh, the guy got through it. He turned his bill over to me, and I said, uh, oh, I don't have enough money to pay you right now. He said, that's just the way you preachers are. Boy, he lit into me, and I said, you better shut up. And I mean it right now. You better shut your mouth. I said, I was only kidding with you, buddy. I got the uh, cash money to pay you right now. And he said, well, that's the way preachers are. I said, no, they're not. Uh, preachers ought to be honest. And uh, he lit into me, and I lit right back into it. And I believe with all my soul that a Christian ought to be honest, and he ought to pay his bills, and if he does work for somebody, he ought to pay them. Now, I want you to remember this. Deuteronomy 27:18. Curses is he that maketh the blind to wander out of the way, and all the people shall say, Amen. Verse 14. Thou shalt not curse the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the blind but shall fear thy God, I am the Lord. A holy person then will take, he will not take advantage of a weaker brother, is what that means. The blind, the halt, the lame, he will have patience with them. Deuteronomy 27, 18, Curses he that remaketh the blind to wander out of the way, and all the people shall say, Amen. Then again, verse 16. Verse 16 again now. Talking about a holy person. Thou shalt not go up and down as a tailbearer among thy people. Neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. I am the Lord. In other words, a holy person is no tailbearer. The gossip that must enter into his ears finds his uh, grave there. I like that saying. Proverbs 11, verse 13. A tailbearer revealeth secrets. But he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. He knows the tongue is a consuming fire, a world of iniquity. So he bridles it. That's a holy person. Verse 17. Verse 17. Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thy heart. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. And then a holy person rebukes the one is wrong with love and in love. There's no hate in his heart to any brother. But he must rebuke open sin because he loves the truth and the sinner. Verse 18, Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. 
or hurt another word to hold a person does not avenge or keep a grudge. Proverbs 20, verse 22. Say not that I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord, and ye shall save thee. Romans 12, verse 19. Did beloved avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. By God's grace, a holy person is enabled to bear no grudge to his enemies. Verse 19, again, You shall keep my statutes. Thou shalt not let thy cattle gender with a diverse kind. Thou shalt not sow thy field with mingled seed. Neither shall a garment mingled of linen and woolen come upon thee. The, he distinguishes between things that differ. He knows he come, uh, cannot serve God and mammon, according to First or Second Corinthians six verse fourteen. In other words, he makes a difference. A holy man knows how to distinguish between between what is right and between what is wrong. Then look at verse thirty one with me. Verse thirty one: Regard not them that have familiar spirits. Neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. He distinguishes or disregards holy methods. The success in the word of God depends not on man, but entirely upon the power and wisdom of God. Now, all of those things that we find here in Leviticus 19 is talking about a holy man. Now, somebody comes along and says, uh, I believe in holiness. And they, all they can do is talk about being holy. Well, I want to ask you something. Do they match up to what is taught right here in these verses then? That's how you gauge people. It's not by what you see them doing in some act that they're putting on at the time or some language they're using or some act that they're doing. It's by their holy living that makes a difference. And God makes a difference. He puts a difference between you know, nobody had to teach me how to behave myself. God did. I get in the Bible, and I find out, oh, don't do that. And as somebody, I know my daddy, my mama, they did, my, they did their best to bring me up in what is right. But after I got saved, I got in the Bible and find out for myself, God expects this after me. I'm expected to live holy. I'm expected to live for God. And God says, you can know that person by the things that they do. And I believe that. And it's not by some mystic thing they do. It's how they live their everyday life and how they treat one another and how they make God number one in their life. That's a holy person. Amen? And I believe that if you're truly born again, that's the kind of person you want to be. That's the kind of life you want to live. Or at least you ought to. Because the Holy Spirit lives in you. Amen? I want to be holy before the Lord. But I'm not going to go around and claim that I'm some denomination that's going to do some crazy things and call themselves holiness. I'm going to do what the Bible says for me to be a holy person. It wouldn't hurt me to take a beer it wouldn't hurt me to take a drink of wine. It wouldn't hurt me to do a lot of things because I'm saved by God's grace. But I won't do them because God says don't do them. And I'd rather obey God than man. Amen? And it's just that simple. That's what makes a difference. And the Bible says these things you don't do to make a difference.
And that's the reason when you look at somebody, you gauge them by what they do, not just because of what they say. Amen? Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, we're so glad we're saved tonight by Your grace. Help us, dear God, to go by these things that You've taught in the Old Testament about being holy before the Lord. You chose these great men to be priests in Your temple and in Your tabernacle. They were chosen men. They were supposed to be a part. They were to be different. And Father, there are examples. And You told them exactly what to do and what not to do. And if we really want to be right with You, all we have to do is go back there and find out what You told them and live or do our best to live that kind of life. Bless us with Your people tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glad I'm saved tonight. Amen. Good to see you. By the way, call somebody. Invite them to church. They'll come if you'll call them. Amen. Thank you.